This is a special report from About Space Today. This is America in Space, a weekly news and information program on current events dealing with the space industry. Welcome, and thanks for joining me today. I'm Don Meyer, Space Coast News Editor. 2022 was quite a year in space. Let me share some of the highlights with you. SpaceX had 32 Starlink launches, adding another 1,621 satellites to its Starlink collection. SpaceX also launched the Crew-3, Crew-4, and Crew-5 missions to the International Space Station with astronauts and the first private mission to the International Space Station, Axiom-1, was launched on April the 8th for a 15-day mission. SpaceX also began building a new launch pad at Kennedy Space Center next to Pad 39A for launch of its Starship rocket. Here is Dan Hewitt with a list of some of the firsts for the International Space Station for 2022. 2022 was another transformational year on the International Space Station. Mark van der Heij and Pyotr Dubrov back home one year after leaving the planet. NASA's Mark van der Heij broke the record for the longest single space flight in history by an American when he came home in March of this year. Mark and cosmonaut Pyotr Dubrov spent an astonishing 355 days in space giving researchers on Earth the chance to observe the effects of living and working in space for a really long time. This spring also had some historical firsts, including the first ever private astronaut mission with AX-1. Axiom's first spaceflight brought a crew of four aboard SpaceX's Dragon to spend 16 days living on the station, conducting research and outreach and something I got hyped for personally, Boeing Starliner made its first successful trip to the station and back again. The Orbital Flight Test 2 mission was an end-to-end -end test of Starliner, providing critical data on operating this brand new spacecraft in outer space. Everything we learned from it, from launch to docking to landing, will help make the next flight, which will carry our astronauts on board for the very first time, as safe and successful as possible. And meanwhile on Mars, the InSight rover succumbed to the Martian dust after 14 years on the red planet and went silent on December the 15th. It has delivered an enormous amount of science and lasted more than 50 times longer than it was originally planned. Also on Mars, the Perseverance rover continues marching across the surface of the planet. It deposited a titanium tube containing a rock sample on December the 21st. This sample will serve as a backup in case the rover cannot deliver the samples that it carries inside of it. In such case, a pair of sample recovery helicopters would be called upon to finish that job. And speaking of helicopters, the Ingenuity Mars helicopter continues setting new records as it flies along mapping out new sites for Perseverance. Ingenuity completed 19 flights this year for a total of 37 flights on another planet. Pretty good considering it was only planned for five to start with. Elsewhere in the galaxy, Voyager 1 and 2 were heard from again. And amazingly, the communication problem that Voyager 1 was having was actually repaired after over 45 years of deep space flight. 
After over 20 years of development, the James Webb Space Telescope completed its commissioning activities and began full scientific operations on July 11th. It is sending amazing pictures back to Earth. And even with all of that, for me the biggest feat of the year was the launch of the Space Launch System mission Artemis 1 mission to the Moon and back. SLS is the most powerful rocket to date. It launched on November the 16th at 1.47 a.m. Eastern Time from Kennedy Space Center, and I saw it live. After launch, it released 10 CubeSats for the Moon, orbited the Moon conducting numerous experiments and tests, and returning phenomenal pictures. And finally, after nearly a perfect mission, returned to Earth for splashdown in the Pacific Ocean on December the 11th. Here are a few Artemis highlights. And here we go. Ten. Hydrogen burnoff igniters initiated. Seven, six, five, four stage engine start. Three, two, one. Boosters in ignition. And liftoff of Artemis One. We rise together back to the moon and beyond. All four RS-25 engines on the core stage and two solid rocket boosters now propelling the vehicle at 128 miles per hour. And you're seeing there on your screen our first Earth views. This view of Earth captured from a human-rated spacecraft not seen since 1972 during the final Apollo mission some 50 years ago. The views of our blue marble in the blackness of space now capturing the imagination of a new generation, the Artemis generation. At 6.44 a.m. Central, just about nine minutes and 30 seconds ago, commands were sent for the outbound-powered flyby burn to occur with the Orbital Maneuvering System engine, or OMS engine, on board Orion, which sends Orion close enough to the lunar surface to leverage the moon's gravitational force and swing the spacecraft once around the moon toward entry into distant retrograde orbit. Following this, Orion will remain in the distant retrograde orbit for one half elliptical orbit around the moon, which will last about six days. Now to distant retrograde orbit, or DRO. We're going to be about 38,000 miles away from the lunar surface as we orbit around. That's part of why we're calling it distant. And we call it retrograde because the moon orbiting the Earth in this direction and then we're entering into our orbit in this direction, opposites retrograde. Now we're choosing this orbit because it's extremely stable. It doesn't cost a lot of fuel to maintain your position there, and that gives all of our engineers, our flight controllers, the chance to really learn about Orion systems in deep space, learn about flying a spacecraft farther than we've ever sent one intended for humans. We're going beyond anywhere we ever went for Apollo. And so we're in that orbit, test out all of those systems. Eventually, we'll do a maneuver to break out of that, do another flyby, and come home. We're continuing to get some spectacular views from the Orion spacecraft. From this view, Orion is 1,277 miles above the lunar surface following its return-powered flyby burn, which sent it around the backside of the moon. Orion now has its sights set on home. This view is from one of the solar array wing or SAW cameras on board the vehicle. The vehicle now 
over 1,680 miles away from the moon. And that small sliver towards the bottom of your screen, that's here, that's home, that's us. And that is where Orion is headed next. 50 years ago today, Apollo 17 Commander Gene Cernan and Lunar Module Pilot Jack Schmidt guided Challenger to a pinpoint landing on a barren rock-strewn area of the moon called Taurus Littro. A half century later, NASA's newest moon explorer, the Orion spacecraft, is barreling its way back home after circumnavigating the moon and beyond in an elliptical distant retrograde orbit now less than two hours away from splashing down in the Pacific Ocean, west of Baja, California, to complete its shakedown mission that has opened a new era of deep space exploration. Three good main chutes for Orion. We have three fully inflated main chutes. Time to splash down 90 seconds. And there it is. High over the Pacific, America's new ticket to ride to the moon and beyond now in view. Orion under its chutes descending towards splashdown. Orion in the perfect orientation for splashdown, just seconds away. Splashdown. From Tranquility Base to Taurus Littrow to the tranquil waters of the Pacific, the latest chapter of NASA's journey to the moon comes to a close. Orion, back on Earth. So after all of that amazing stuff, I can hardly wait to see what 2023 will bring. See you then. Thank you for joining me. Remember each Tuesday to join David Denault for America's Return to Space and join me every Friday for America in Space. From the Florida Space Coast, I'm Dawn Meyer, Space Coast News Editor for About Space Today. This has been a special report from About Space Today. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share our program with your family and friends and follow us on Facebook. Join us each week for news and information on America in Space.